In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. When we consider this at an intellectual level, names are things that in many ways are odd. Names by pronouncing them over animals, people, items, or businesses both give a definition on one hand, perhaps ownership on a second hand, and on a proverbial third hand, an agreement between all the listeners of a language that something is indeed given its name or title. Names carry weight and power. Names give us both control over other people and allow others to control us. Consider this for a moment. From time to time, many of us wear some sort of headgear. Now, depending on what it is, we have different names for those different bits of attire. If it is cold outside, I might wear something that's made of beaver hide that takes shape when we crease it. We call it a hat or a fedora or a cowboy hat or maybe even a top hat, depending on what style it's in. If I'm going to the beach, a baseball game, or if I'm just out running errands on a Saturday, I might don a baseball cap. Ladies sometimes wear hats, and depending on the style, we might call them bonnets. But if I were to suit up like my beloved alma mater will this evening and play football, I have a different type of equipment to wear, a different type of hat, and it is a helmet, something to keep my head protected. Today, January 1st, is the Feast of the Holy Name. It is on this day that Joseph, along with several leaders of the local religious elders, would have circumcised Jesus, making him a member of the house of Israel and someone who shared in the covenant of Abraham. And it was during this ceremony that Joseph would give this infant his name, Jesus, or Yeshua in Aramaic. Yeshua is a derivative of the name Joshua, who, after the death of Moses, led the Hebrews into the Promised Land, the land of Canaan, which we today call both Israel and Palestine. Naming the child was very significant in this society, and much like the care that many parents give in choosing a name for their children, the naming of a child not only meant something to the present parents, but it could also mean something to the rest of the family and to those in the community, the literal town, who would not only help to raise the child, but also those who would live alongside the child for, and this is in the case back then, who would live with the child for the rest of their lives. Names convey power and testimony as well. When we sign a check, we certify by the giving of our name that we authorize payment to someone or some business. 
but we also certify that we do indeed have the money. When we sign a legal contract, we assert that everything is correct and to our expectations, and that we will therefore abide by the terms set forth. And when we send our friends letters and cards, we sign our name, or at least the name that they call us, with sincere and grateful hearts, giving them a share of our own feelings as well. But we have to be careful, too, with the names that we allow to dominate our lives, the names that we allow to sometimes rule our hearts. It is one of the aspects of living in this time period that really wasn't a part of human culture all that long ago. Some of it is branding and marketing, the names of what we wear. We say to ourselves, well, I must wear a Ralph Lauren polo shirt with the polo pony stitched, stitched into it. I must wear blue jeans by Levi Strauss. I can't be caught dead without making certain that the purse I have is a Louis Vuitton on my shoulder. We literally label ourselves, sometimes with products that really do try to define who we are. After all, who wants a cheap knockoff of something? We also allow ourselves to be associated with media and sports. Many people wear shirts that are, in, that are emblazoned with the logo or the picture of their favorite band, like Led Zeppelin or George Strait, or rap artists like Eminem, Drake, or Kanye West. We sometimes devote our allegiance to athletic teams like my aforementioned alma mater of Baylor University, or the Dallas Cowboys, or the Texas Rangers. Now, the point isn't that we shouldn't wear anything with a logo or a name on it, but we should question why we do at least from time to time. I have had conversations with young adults who would wear T-shirts even to church events or to, to the Mass, to the liturgy itself, with skulls and skeletons and different acts of violence depicted. Usually it was something like a Metallica shirt or something. And I've asked them from time to time if they realize how counter- that shirt is to what we profess and believe as Christians. That the emblems that they are wearing do not say, I am a Christ follower. We worship the Lord of life. And all too often, the symbols that are emblazoned upon even devout Christians don't glorify the Lord of life, but glorify a God of death and destruction. And oftentimes they report back to me that, well, it really doesn't matter because they only like the music and not the message, or they like the band and the artist, but not necessarily what 
they stand for. But you see, we claim names, and we hitch ourselves to them and display them to the world by doing so. We tell the world that this is who we profess our loyalty to. And we do this with political parties or with the cars that we drive or whether or not we, in this COVID society, wear a mask. Everything sends signals from virtue signaling to showing others that we are cautious or maybe respectful during a pandemic. We signal who we think we can trust to lead our country. We buy types of cars based upon their environmental stance, and the list could go on and on and on, all the way to the type of laundry detergent that we buy and the brand of milk that we drink. But we as Christians, we claim a name that is the most powerful, the most sacred of all names, the name of Jesus. Jesus' name is not only a source of power against the evils of this world, but it is through the name and the faith of Jesus that we pray our prayers, that we bless each other. We gather together now and every time we meet in Jesus' name. And we do wear Jesus' name with us and on us because we are sealed in baptism or even in confirmation with the cross placed on our foreheads in Jesus' name. Now, I don't wear a bunch of t-shirts with Christian logos or messages on them, mainly because the way I'm built, a lot of t-shirts just really don't fit me well. But this isn't about the literal wearing of shirts or jeans or even the bumper stickers on your cars. And how many Christians have we seen driving around with bumper stickers who are speeding and cutting people off or driving around with some sort of road rage? It is claiming the name of Jesus in your life, claiming to live under the name and the authority of Jesus. It is about living your life because of who Jesus is and what he has done in a manner that honors and glorifies the name he was given. But in our own lives, to honor and glorify that name in such a way that it also compels people to want to live into that life as well. Just like, and this is particularly true of our children and our young adults, just like the wearing of a certain brand of clothing because everyone else is, we should model well, wear well 
the name of Jesus in our lives. And in that modeling, share the gospel of his love and redemption and peace. Yes, we do have to make choices. And yes, sometimes they are not easy to make. But always remember that you are sealed into the name of Jesus. And we go forth each day and display that to the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.